The International Association for Near-Death Studies presents NDE Radio, a weekly exploration of near-death experiences and similar encounters with the other side. Now, here's your host, Lee Whitting. Welcome to NDE Radio. I'm your host, Lee Whitting. As IONS member listeners know, one benefit of IONS membership is this monthly report of a near-death experience, which gets emailed to the members. Listeners also know I dive into these reports from time to time to give you a taste of the kinds of stories that are submitted by experiencers to IONS, and also to encourage any of you NDEers who have not written about your own experience that you really should write down and submit these important memories to IONS for both preservation and research. The following is a recent monthly story from the archives of IONS from a woman who contracted COVID-19 but was reassured during an NDE. In her account, the woman tells of her infection with COVID-19 and being hospitalized. One night, she leaves her body and is guided to meet deceased relatives who give her messages. She meets Mother Mary and Source, is reminded that she is a light worker, and is told she will recover from COVID. Then she finds herself returning to her body, and she sees her deceased pets waiting for her to come back. For five to six weeks after returning, she feels disconnected from reality before returning completely. She shares her struggles to deal with her intuitive abilities, especially before this NDE, but now feels she has a higher vibration and greater gratitude. She concludes, life is adventure truly meant to be lived. The experiencer writes, I've always been a spiritual person and very intuitive, with some stages of my life being more in touch with it than others. When my mother passed, I found myself very angry and turned away from God, not being able to understand how God could let that happen to such an amazingly wonderful and good person. I basically blocked my intuitive side and was very down on life in general. Just before my mother passed, I moved to Alabama to take a better job and place my family in an area where we could hopefully leave behind some very bad memories associated with what happened to my daughter. It was during my time in Alabama I returned to my faith in God and also found my connection with angels. Not too surprising, considering they do call it the Bible Belt. It was a series of events that happened, some very small steps, and some in very big steps that helped me stop being so negative. My intuitive side became much stronger, and I stopped being so afraid of it. After four years of living in Alabama, my father passed away. I knew in my heart he was good where he was. I continued working on my spiritual side and paying attention to the messages I received. I remember flying back from Florida in early November 2020, having a strange feeling that I was going to get COVID-19 and it would be very bad but I would be okay. Several times over the next few weeks, I felt and received the same message. Each time I sent it away, trying not to be fearful or focus on it. I enjoyed Thanksgiving with my family, one of the best we'd had in a long time because all my children were together the first time in eight years. It was really a gift. A few days later, my husband started experiencing flu-like symptoms Several days later, my daughter-in-law and I also started experiencing similar symptoms. My daughter-in-law and I went to the local urgent care with flu-like symptoms on December 3, 2020, 
and were tested for COVID-19. They told us to watch my oxygen levels, get some vitamin C, vitamin D3, and take cold medicine as needed. My husband at that time tested positive for COVID-19. As my symptoms got worse, I returned to the same urgent care on December 5th, 2020, and was seen by the nurse and then the doctor. My husband had called ahead to let them know we were coming and let them know my oxygen levels were dropping off and on and on into the 80s. I was having difficulty walking and breathing. After one look at me, the doctor told me I needed to go straight to the emergency room. He looked at my husband, gave him some paperwork, and said, take her there now. I felt like I wasn't that bad and really did not want to go, but my husband insisted. Begrudgingly, we followed the doctor's directions, and I let my husband drive me to the hospital. My husband was not allowed to come into the hospital. They made him drop me off at the entrance designated for COVID patients. There they put me in a wheelchair, took my paperwork, and wheeled me into the waiting area. In the short time it took to get me from the urgent care to the point they called my name in the emergency room to get my vitals, I could barely walk. Alone, weak, and very scared, I realized I might really be in serious trouble. When the nurse saw I was having trouble just trying to walk to her, she came over and wheeled me to a back room. There she took my vitals and blood from both arms. I felt like crying because I had never felt so weak and vulnerable. She took me next to see the emergency room doctor. He was very serious when he looked at me and then asked me a few questions and said they were admitting me right away. They next took me to x-ray my lungs and then wheeled me to the hospital room. They hooked me up to several machines, started the COVID treatment, gave me oxygen, and started an IV. It was not until five days later that I realized I was in the ICU. The nurses were very kind and checked on me often to see if I needed anything and asked how I was feeling. One nurse explained that both my lungs were infected with COVID, and if there was any way possible that I could lay on my stomach, it would help my lungs heal. I explained I had not been able to lay on my stomach since I was a young girl because of my back, but I usually laid on my side. She said that it would be okay as long as I did not lay on my back at all. At one point during the conversation, I glanced over at the screen that showed the x-ray of my lungs and could see what looked like white cotton balls all throughout both of my lungs. I told her I would try. My oxygen level continued to drop that day and into the next day. They continued to raise the oxygen input on the machine up until it was at its maximum amount. The next step would be to intubate me, which I was trying my hardest to avoid. My pulse rate also began to drop. Within the first 48 hours of being there, my condition went from bad to very bad. I became very weak, unable to eat anything, and the coughing became more severe. Again, the nurse came in and sat with me, explaining that if I could lay on my stomach, it would make a big difference. I finally figured out a way to put my feet over the side of the bed and lean forward over my food tray table and stretch forward with my arms out in front of me for five minutes at a time so that the pressure was taken off my lungs from the backside. I basically lost track of time the first few days, and I'm not sure if it was the second or third night I was in the ICU when I was at my weakest point. 
The alarms kept going off because my pulse rate kept dropping into the 40s, which kept me from sleeping much. I remember sitting partially up, sort of turned slightly toward my left side. I felt something and saw a bright light to my right side. It was warm and soothing. I remember thinking or saying to myself, no, I'm too tired, not wanting to acknowledge it or wanting to believe it was real. Then the glow caught my attention again. My eyes were closed, but the light to my right was so bright, so I slightly turned toward it. I could see long, flowing, golden-orange hair, no, no face, but a bright white figure right next to me. I realized and felt it was an angel. I felt safe, calm, and totally focused on the moment where we were going, without moving or speaking, but knowing I was content and happy to go with her. The next thing I saw, with my angel at my side, was sort of a dark room with what looked like a large swimming pool, dark on the left side. It was in a dimly lit indoor pool with a, a cement walkway to the right and a wall that seemed to curve around it. It was dark, but the wall to the right showed the deep blue reflection of the pool water on it, as if the lighted pool lights were reflected, reflecting on it with the rippling white lines that were softly waving through it. I was so focused on the wall to the right, I did not notice anything above us, or even if there were boundaries of the pool to the left. As I focused on the right wall, with the water reflecting on it, I saw the face of my mother. First from her shoulders up, to her right was my father, next was our family friend Dennis, then to his right was Jan, my friend and co-worker, and next to her, but slightly behind her, was a man. Although I'd never met the man, I knew he was Jan's husband. They all seemed 10 to 20 years younger, were smiling, calm, and looked very well. My mother had passed away in 2010, and my father had passed away in 2014. Dennis had passed early in 2020, and Jan in the summer of 2020. Each had passed due to serious health issues, not related to COVID. Jan's husband had taken his own life, Saturday, December 4th, 2021, the day before I was admitted to the hospital. Looking at them on the wall, behind the water reflection, they appeared whole and, and were all smiling. Although none of them spoke, I could feel their happiness, their joy, and sense of total well-being. As I focused on each one, they each had a message for me, which I heard without anyone speaking. I moved slowly past each one after each spoke to me without speaking with the angel at my side. The first voice and message I heard was from my mother telling me she was well, happy, and all was good. My father let me know he was happy and content. Dennis wanted me to let everyone know he was good and happy and not to judge his wife, Lila. He said that it was not her fault. She had done everything she could and exactly what she was supposed to do. He also said he wanted her to have everything, and it was his time. He left when he did because he was tired from fighting the cancer. Jen let me know she was happy, no longer in pain, no worries. She said it was okay that her husband had passed, even as a suicide. She explained he had done all he could. He tried to stay as long as he could, but couldn't take it anymore. She said he was fine there, happy with her, and, and okay. I could tell she sensed my concern about him committing suicide. 
She reassured me he was fine and it was okay that he was there. I knew and felt all was well. I felt they were all just letting me know not to worry or to be concerned that all really was well. I began to feel we were moving forward, my angel and I, onto a new area which was full of light. It was like we had moved onto a cloud, puffy white area full of white light, yellowish white and golden white light all around except for a small light blue portion in the far upper left area, sort of like the sky with a light light white fluffy mist all around. My attention was drawn to my right, where I saw a very tall light being with more light radiating from behind it. My first thought was that it was a tall angel, and as I got closer to the light being, it turned and faced me. It appeared to have a hooded robe or light garment. As it leaned toward me to greet me, I felt safe and calm, even joyful. It began to reveal its face. I asked in my mind who it was as I looked into the the face. She slowly moved the hood, or shawl-like covering over her head, back to reveal her face. As she removed her hood and her face appeared, I recognized her as Mother Mary. I, I was surprised and even asked in my mind, Mother Mary, really? Mother Mary? She answered back, yes, with a nod and smiled. I even laughed and giggled because I had never expected or ever thought I would be greeted by the Virgin Mary on the other side. I was so delighted and honored to be in her presence. She smiled and motioned to her right to a very bright, radiating light. I turned to face it and was overwhelmed with a sense of pure love. It was overwhelming and all-encompassing. I became, as a child, at the same time both standing there and seeing myself from a distance in front of this pure, radiating light that became brighter and larger as I focused on it. I knew I was in the presence of divine love, God, source energy. I felt at home and understood. We are all one, always connected, never separate from source, So much was coming to me at once, no fear, no judgment, just pure love. I never felt I was meant to cross over, but felt this was all planned and part of my evolution. I went through everything just as it was was meant to. It had all gone as planned. I was reminded I am a light worker and was shown my true image as a large angel with huge gold wings, all in white. I felt so light and happy and was told I would heal from the illness, COVID-19. I also knew at the same time, whether I passed or returned, my family would be okay. But I was returning. I was reminded of the message to bring back to others, not to fear, not to judge others, especially as it related to the illness. The next thing I felt, I was traveling back from the light, I sensed many of my pets that had passed away before this, now with me, all safe and knowing that I would see them again when I returned. I felt I moved back through the fog on a cloud with my angel still with me. I did not see her, but I knew and felt she was there. I opened my eyes and was back in my bed in my hospital room. I felt weak and tired, but extremely happy. I was full of joy and knew I would get better quickly. 
Over the next few days, my health improved quickly and my energy was coming back. I was able to breathe better, gradually needing less and less oxygen. I was able to move around on my own, eat and drink. I was even able to take a shower on my own for the first time since I had arrived. Within three days, they released me from the hospital. Several of the nurses told me they were very happy to see how quickly I got better. One said they called me their star patient because of how well I did. The doctors were also very happy and released me with only two small prescriptions. I did not know at that time, but when I went into the hospital, the COVID had affected my lungs, my heart, and my kidneys. They considered giving me the platelet transfusion treatment. Additionally, they had considered intubating me uh, the night I had the NDE, but decided against it the next morning when they saw me beginning to improve. Leaving the hospital was sort of surreal. I realized that nothing seemed to have much depth. It seemed flat, and the colors were dull. I noticed while driving home that the trees and everything were muted in color. It just did not feel real to me. Where I had been and the, the light more was more real than anything I ever saw or felt before and now. It's hard to describe and put into words. When I got home, everything felt flat and grayish, just dull. I remember looking at the walls and feeling like they were more like a movie set, fake, just not the same as before. With each new thing I could do, I was very amused as I got stronger over the next few weeks. I was so happy to lay in my own bed, which felt like I was melting into a giant, soft, silky, fluffy pillow. Just walking upstairs or into the next room took a lot of energy, but I continued to improve more and more each day. Everything was so new to me again. I, I remember sitting on the couch and feeling the blood running through my veins and in my legs and feeling my body from the inside out. It just felt heavy, but got easier with each day. At times I could feel some pain, but I could not feel it the same way. It's hard to explain as if I was not fully back on this side. I felt I had a disconnect with others, almost a lack of empathy. Knowing what I had seen, I, I no longer feared anything or worried or had any concerns for other person's dramas. I recognized this and knew I needed to show compassion and or explain to them. It was not really as bad as they thought to not fear and not judge and just know that all is well. We are all loved and from the same source, just here to experience being in whatever form or character uh, we have chosen. We are meant to participate in life. If we make a choice, we can choose to make another choice if we do not like the path it takes us on. We need to keep in mind the ripples of our choice, the choices, the ripples our choices create, but also understand that those the ripples touch also have the choice to make another choice regarding how those ripples may or may not affect them. We can always change our path, choice, and are only as limited as we believe ourselves to be. We are unlimited and can manifest whatever we want or need because we are always connected to source, never separate, always loved unconditionally. 
I remember sitting on the couch and looking at my hands and thinking how fun and sort of amazing they were. The first time I drove again, I was really happy, feeling amused and amazed. I was actually driving, almost like the first time I took my first solo drive as a teenager. In the store, I could see people's faces partially covered by a mask. When I looked in their eyes, I could see and feel their anger or fear. And yet I was thinking to myself, they have nothing to fear. This is all uh, not the real real, not like the real I had seen and felt in the light. That was the real realm. And it is as if we are an avatar playing a game, although important, just knowing this is not real and only temporary. About five or six weeks later, I all of a sudden felt completely back on this side. I admit I was sad, although very grateful for the experience and happy to be able to spend time with all my loved ones here. I wrote my notes within a couple of months of having the NDE, but it has taken me nine months to finally go back and reread it and type it up. I am still adapting and finding my way, but with a higher vibration and greater gratitude for being here, knowing I have lost several friends to COVID, the COVID vaccine, and other illnesses since my NDE. I know those that have passed are all good. It is just hard on those that are left here to continue without them. We are never separated truly, and I still sense and hear from those that passed from time to time. I'm also very in touch with my angels and can sense, that is, glimpse angels around others when I focus. Life is adventure, truly meant to be lived. Well, my thanks to Ions for this monthly experiencer report. And I would encourage those who are listening, if you have had a a near-death experience or other spiritually transformative uh, event in your life, to think about writing it down. And if you'd like to, submit it to IONS, because IONS will make good use of it, both in enlightening their membership and also uh, perhaps through this program. So I would encourage you all to pay attention to those things that are even uh, mildly unexplainable to your rational mind. Think about what it is that just happened to you. How does it relate to your soul and your way of thinking and your situation? And it will take you deeper. It's a form of meditation to be consciously focused on the now, but it's a very powerful tool for those who make use of it. If listeners would like to hear this show again or any of our more than 400 archived NDE interviews, Go to TalkZone's NDE radio site and hit the Past Shows button, or you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's called NDE Radio with Lee Whitting, where you can listen and comment on the complete NDE radio library. And be sure to like, follow, and share our NDE Radio Facebook page and discover our Facebook group and links to our YouTube channel while you're there. Just search NDE Radio with Lee Whitting on your Facebook app. And, if you will, join us again next Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern, at Talk Zone for more NDE Radio. I'm your host, Lee Whitting, saying thanks for listening. <laughs>